So, anyone want to recap where we ended yesterday? He's yesterday. part magician, Last. I think, <laughs> now. Well, we don't know if he's part magician, but we're in that room, right? Heard a voice. Were we looking? Did we already see the water? Because we, were, we heard water. We went through the poison. Poison grass. I healed him. Then he he leaned up against the door. He went into the door. And that's where, even though my hands were on him, Petrogan ran in after him. I healed him, too. Yes, after I healed him mm-hmm. initially mm-hmm. with my hands on him. And uh, <laughs> and then we both entered the room, and then we heard the voice talk to us. More mask. More mask, yes. The, the, the wraith. Wraith. So, yeah. And then he's, uh, we heard something. Yeah. Welcome back to Fledgling's RPG, The Lost Mine of Fandelver, episode number 18. Thank you for joining us for this adventure and sharing it with your friends who you know would enjoy learning about Dungeons and & Dragons and hearing this story along with us. We know we've mispronounced some things, got some rules wrong, misunderstood initiative orders and the way some mechanics work, but we hope that this inspires you to sit down and start playing your own game even if you're worried about getting the rules just right. You can still have a blast without knowing everything there is to know. Just sit down and start playing. Now welcome back to Session 7. My high elf brother. I just woke back up. How long have I been out? Like 30 seconds? Yeah, it hasn't been very long. Holy cow. I just, I was hearing voices. Did you guys hear the voice too? Could have sworn it was in my dreams. Yeah, I think he just said one or two things. It was kind of creepy. He talked to you? He did, definitely. You guys should have heard it. He was telling me about how amazing my bloodline was and how ancient the powers are that I have Mm. coursing in my fire fiery veins and after this apparently 30 seconds feeling this new sense of just power just i feel different can't quite put it into words but i then i like move my fingers a little bit and then where's it at i think he's on that bag of that long seeker you said dip into and then hopefully if the dungeon master allows it hopefully some like electricity comes out of my fingers how about some some flames? Okay, electricity. electricity comes out of your fingers. Yes. Yeah, that sounds like this, what happens. I feel this new power coursing through me. See? Oh, I feel I feel alive, more alive than I ever have before. I've got this new knowledge just in my brain. I don't know where it came from. I know these new spells that I've never known before. It's awesome. Just from a conversation? Or he unlocked something that was already in Okay, that's not what else to be. I think he's hearing things. Yeah. yeah there might be a cat around here <laughs> somewhere. What do you mean, Patrol? Yes, Mormask was this all-powerful wraith. He was very 
kind to me. Why would he tell you these things if he's a wraith? From what I know of undead like things like that, they're not very nice. <laughs> he can sense the life inside of me that has been growing for generations and generations, much longer than your mountains have ever been there. That's how long my family goes back before the mountains were even here. Us dragonborn are... Mountains are always here. <laughs> Us dragonborn are eternal. We flew the mountains before you were even thought of. You can't fly. You have no wings. My... <laughs> that is right. <laughs> but my grandfather's grandfather was a real dragon. So, so you're not a real dragon. I'm a dragonborn. Mm-hmm. Goliath. Just hush. So what's a dragon without wings? A lizard? So Siddler, how are you feeling better? Siddler's not here, remember? Yeah, Gundren. We paid him off to stay home. <laughs> He's watching the town. By the way, the Comprehend Languages is a spell. Yeah, you gotta or at use least it. Once you, you gotta use those Comprehend spell. Language. You had a scroll, scroll of it, which I meant you find could a learn scroll. it. I could I like I looked for like five minutes today and I couldn't find it, that scroll anywhere. Right. So the scroll though will allow you to learn that spell, so you can add the spell oh, itself to yours. If someone who, since I'm a wizard, I can learn it. Exactly. Anyways. If you weren't a wizard and you had the spell, you could utilize that spell oh. one time. Period. Oh, you can learn spells now. But so that's why I was looking up. Is in general. Oh, sorry. You're asking in character. Asking. Get it. Well, I've always had some spells. But now I feel just much more wise with spells. Well, you still look dumb. <laughs> Hold on, then I, I hop into my backpack and I pull out a scroll of augury, scroll of fireball, scroll of silence. I'm like, so you could do something with these? Absolutely. It's just been on my back. I think I wrinkled the fireball one. That's okay, because I can breathe fire. But yes, I've got a, does the scroll have spells on it? Because as a wizard, I am supposed to have a spell book that I just know. I can learn spells, but then I have a spell book that I have to like go and read in order to prepare spells for my character. Right, right. So basically, I think you would be, as you collect these scrolls, you would be like adding them to your spell book collection. Right. So I, pre- I literally prepared just random spells today because I, I didn't know how you were going to play that. Right. I, I literally was just like, yes, yes, yes. I prepared shield so there were a few that you oh, gained I, from becoming a level one. So wizard, wizard I gained. I, yeah. No, no, I gained like all of them. That's what I'm trying to. Th- did you wizard. did you jump to a level four wizard? No, I'm a level no. one wizard. And level I can, one wizard has four. Off I can the do spell. all those. But you can only prepare a certain number right, of yes. them, right? Yeah. So that's why I just blade ward and shocking grasp. I read that one. That one's cool. That's why I wanted the lightning because. Lightning springs from your hand to deliver a shock to a creature you try to touch. That's why I wanted the electricity to come out of my... So how... What did you... Yeah, let me... I meant to ask you for, but... How many how many spell slots do you have? I got a lot now. a level one wizard? I'm a, so I'm a level four paladin, which yeah. I have spell slots. But if you're a level one wizard, it wouldn't give you... I have one, two, three, four first level slots and two second level slots. And I have three cantrips. Nice. That's what you get for being legendary and eternal, like us dragonborn are. The Mormask called it old magic coursing through my blood. It's starting to sound a little egotistical. Super egotistical. 
get it. I've always been an egotistical dragonborn. I've been proud. I've not been egotistical. I've been a proud dragonborn. I don't know if you remember the days of the first wagon. (laughs) (laughs) Where I sat there and watched you (laughs) kick something (laughs) to death. No, I uh, kicked a hole through a man and also punched a hole through a man. Technically, they're goblins. They're not really mad, but you know what I mean. I think I switched notebooks halfway through. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed I didn't write that so down. <laughs> so, whatever. Guys, I'm feeling great. We press on so to find this We need to find this water so our airbender friend, first of all, our avatar friend Fabian over the here. The avatar, okay. The avatar friend Fabian over here can get to his water. So, do I, like, I, I'm now full of health and. Okay. I feel great, y'all. I'm ready to move on. Let's go then. Find this Black Widow. Take over this cave. And so from the room that you entered initially, where Petrogan pressed through, there's... cut mine. Yeah. (laughs) There's the door that you entered through, but then at the backside on the northern side of... Is the rake gone? More mask is gone. And wasn't there the door that we went through, another door out here, and was there another door? So there was the door you went through, and then there was paths that were going off to the north and the west. So Mormask is still in there as well. You've just kind of finished having this conversation with him. And as you're, like, relaying what was said, Mormask actually is, like, cackling a little bit what's being said. And you can kind of hear him just mutter under his breath. I knew he wasn't as good as he thought he was. The evil will come through. And we hear him? Yeah, I can you hear, hear you just hear that little whisper come from him. What do you mean? And at that, Mormesk juts out the door to the north, leaving the room. What does that mean? Don't understand why he has to use the door if he can face through people. <laughs> Was he talking about me? I assume so. I, mean, I assume so. You're... I feel like my heart is in the right place. I want to help our... Where are we going to go next? I feel like we've talked a lot about what Petrogan over here <laughs> wants to do. I want to fight. We Yes, we need to get Black Widow. Black Spider. Black Widow? Lead the way. Oh, oh great one of ours. <laughs> How can you be so great, but yet so small? Gundren is actually should be the one leading us, correct? <laughs> He was poisoned, and... Uh, Gundren, how do you feel? I healed him. I healed his poison. I don't know if you healed his poison. I just told you I did. Well, I just... I'm asking Gundren now. Gundren, how do you feel? Gundren, you should feel really good. I'm feeling really good. <laughs> yes, told you. Trogan, quit using your magic to sway Gundren over here. There was no magic used there. I just tell the truth. Do you not have that charming words of things? I don't know. I haven't seen my spell book. Yeah, and I unroll the scroll. Oh, I already know this. I roll it back up and stick it in my backpack. Yeah, so you've got that scroll, and Mayo's handed you yes, a few. Thank you. It sounded like he was handing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I would love there. to take those. Thank you, Mayos. You are a very generous traveler. Friend, what were they? Augury. Scroll of Augury. A U G. Scroll of Fireball. Scroll of Silence. As of now, mechanically, you'll only have access to the spells that you've visually seen, like in scrolls oh. and stuff like that. So I need to unprepare these spells? Right. So <sighs> for the moment, that's how it'll function. I'm going to put these in first and then I will... Since you haven't had... 
like the chance to like it's just happened you haven't had the chance to prepare any spells and that sort mm-hmm. of thing so we'll play it as what you have in front of you it kind of thought that's in like an initiative phase you can take or if there's parts where you're traveling through the cave that you stop or spend time concentrating on those that I'll allow you to prepare the ones that you're like currently concentrating on. Like the but that might scroll, come with like or... yeah, like the yeah. scroll. Yeah. The ones that you do right now to visually see and look at and in so, theory learn. Okay, so for storytelling purposes, I picked random ones because I thought he would just the Wraith would just since I became a wizard, I would just randomly just learn them oh. instantaneously. Does this now, does this yeah. apply for all wizards? When it says a wizard spell on a spell scroll can be copied just as spells in spells books can be copied. When a spell is copied from the spell scroll, the copier must succeed on an intelligence check with DC equal to 11. If the check succeeds, the spell is copied. Whether the check succeeds or, spell, or fails, the spell scroll is destroyed. But that might just be for the scroll that I have, the scroll of charming people. Okay, so... You want to see it? Yeah. Now I can't remember when I picked that up, but I know I picked it up or else I wouldn't have just randomly added that. <laughs> but I had never used it because I was like, it was talking about a wizard and I was like, oh, I'm not a wizard. I don't think I can you use can it. You can give me that scroll as well. You can, uh, do you have a scroll yet that you can actually open up and read? Yes, I have the scroll of yeah. comprehend languages. What does it say on it? I can comprehend languages. When you open the item. Oh, it, what's, it's not a real scroll. That's what I was asking. Do you have book. a real scroll that has, like, because my scroll is a real scroll, like the ones he just gave you? I made a custom item and then went to a different web page and copied all the information on oh, there. Because it's probably in a book that maybe you don't have on D&D Beyond. That's maybe, my guess. Or they didn't put a scroll item for every, every spell. I think he was just giving me spells. Oh, and he, he called them scrolls of spells. Because, because that makes sense, because you have to learn them. Scrolls for me are a one-time use item. Yeah. Well, that's what Mine was saying, is that I can use it, but if I'm a wizard and I want to copy it to my spell book, yeah. then I have, to, I have to do an intelligent saving throw. If I fail, then the scroll disappears. Yeah. <laughs> and I can never use it again. Yeah, so I, I don't know if, that, if that's what I'm saying. If that applies for you, all the scrolls he just gave you, you have to make an intelligent saving throw. Which my intelligence is 13 or else I couldn't multi-class. Yeah, but you would still may have to make that throw, right? We're going to learn it from I, the next wizard we meet. Yeah, I think when I watched a video fun. today, a couple of videos. Not, I thought you said you didn't have time to build your monologue, but you're I watching didn't. videos. I, I, tr- I needed to learn about me before. Too. We are watching Thor Ragnarok in Academic Lab. Gosh, you are a great teacher. It's an Academic Lab. It's <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So I can't tell if from that, like, if that's for your character specific or, or if, if that's like how the scrolls all work, sort of thing. Well, that's what I was seeing. Like, if he has a real scroll, just <laughs> like this one has, or real scroll being, yeah, what, yeah, whatever's in the whatever's on DBC, uh, D and D Beyond. Maybe it will say the same thing or different. But yeah, until I figure out what I'm doing with the scroll of charming people, I'm definitely not giving it to that dragon. Did you all hear that? Something like a popping sound. <laughs> Fabian Mayos gave me some scrolls. Do you have any scrolls that maybe I could learn now that I have this new power? None that I can think of. So, I know you're reading, but should I unprepare these spells? Right? Yeah. All my wizard spells? Yes, all the ones that you would 
previously prepared. Even um, sh- even shocking grasp. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was man, I was super uh, excited for shield. Listen to this shield. This is what you're talking about. I did I didn't find all those when I was looking. Okay. What are those? It's the item that he was saying you can add to your inventory, and it has all that information about. So it does say that that you have to make a intelligence and uh, an arcane mm-hmm. intelligence throw. So that's like normal for all wizards. Arcana, oh. Arcana. So yeah, I think it all depends on how your ah. Uh, so like this my game is run. Like my my arcana is like negative two. My intelligence. <laughs> so like if I try to use that scroll, whatever I throw. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably, I, and, probably getting in critical role I listen to I'm pretty sure he's not doing that he just takes time to copy it over to his spell book uh-huh. yeah that's what I was that's a video I watched too we talked so I about I think it just depends on how the DM wants to play it I can well the video said that I can during a short rest take time to read a spell to copy it to my spell book mm-hmm. and then in order for me to use them I need to take the time to read my spell book to prepare the spell. Yeah, you can only prepare so many spells. Yeah, I can have them all in my spell book, but right. I need to like memorize them. And today and, I want to use well, these. That's the thing yeah. is that like, for your spell book, you only have, From I'm not a wizard, so I don't know what a wizard does, I'm a druid. So like, I can only have access to whatever levels, spells I have access to. Yeah, that's why I'm a wizard that one. Yeah. That's why. Can I grab this PHP? Yep. So I think how we're gonna play it for right now is that because you don't have any spells prepared you don't have a spell book that's got everything in it but you do have those scrolls is if you want to use one of those spells during combat you can take one action like one turn action to like read the scroll itself <laughs> to nerd out. Six, six seconds to- <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, hold on. Yeah, pretty much. Pull it out. So your action on a turn can be to read it while everything else is going on, and then you can have that prepared for the remainder of that encounter. Can we uh, take a minute point. and I can read Compre- the Scroll of Comprehend Languages right now? Yeah, I guess while can I just have just that one while you've had it? Yeah, you can you can go ahead and have that. While they were talking to Gundren, I pull out the Scroll of Comprehend Languages that Mormats gave me, and I read it. Now I'm done. Last six seconds. Good job. So are you leading us towards the spider? So this says as an action, oh, I can understand the literal meaning of any spoken language that you hear. I can also understand any written language that I see, but I must be touching the surface of the words that are written. Take the I, just, to read. I press ahead whatever direction I'm facing, and I just start walking that way. One page of text. So just, you're currently facing the direction that the wraith went out through that door. So you're heading kind of in that same direction that way. So Mayos is heading out towards the door to the north. Mayos, where are you? Let's Stop go. yelling. Oh, I thought you had your invisible cloak on. I didn't know to turn around. I'm He's sorry. He's right there and I follow Mayos. You know, sometimes I forget to look down. <laughs> you are quite tall, Goliath. Duck right. your head in this cave. Onward, onward Mayos, I will follow you. Cave. I'm also following. Okay. So as you go through this door, each of you give me a perception check. Boom, baby! Yeah, get to roll. Fourteen. <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs> Ooh, next where's, page. Next page. Where's my perception? Where's my perception? Plus four. So five. That's a natural one. 
<laughs> so as uh, you're entering through the door, Maos is heading first, Petrogan following behind, Gundren in between, like after Petrogan, and then Fabin comes through last. As Fabin enters in the door, <laughs> as he enters through the door, the rest of you hear this kind of like splashing sound that like land uh, that's landing behind you. And so Petrogan, Maos, and Gundren turn around and look at Fabin. And Fabin just keeps walking. He hasn't noticed a single thing. But the three of you notice this like liquidy jelly-like substance that has dripped onto his head. And it's it seems animate. Like it's not just following gravity. It's moving independent of gravity as well. What are you all looking at? You got some... Jelly, all of you? What do you mean? I haven't eaten any jelly. Touch the top of your head. With that, this head? Now rub your belly. No, touch the top of your head. Okay, good. What is this? On my head? You didn't notice it falling? Or hear it? Does anybody have a a light source right now? What if I was a freaking lizard? (laughs) Then we get um, Roxy. Yeah. There was a Damn torch man. being carried. Yes. And the room that you're in is small I gave enough. Him a, that... I gave him a candle. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to pop the invisibility cloak and then move like five feet to the right and then try to take a better look at this jelly substance. Okay. What is a, what's and on your head? What's it smell like? I don't know. Let me see. It doesn't really have a smell. You want me to taste it? <laughs> yes, absolutely I do. Roll... Fabian, roll a d4. Wow. Wow. Two. As you're rubbing your hands through this jelly on on your head, you feel and see like a rash start to form on you, and you take two poison damage. Mm. Two poison damage? Are you poisoned? Are you dying? See, that's part of DD I'm not quite good at. I just brought up poisoning. Even though I don't know, he took two poison damage. <laughs> Did it taste good? Must not. <laughs> it must have stuck his uh, lips together. This might be our saving grace. You can't see me. Uh, what is on my hands? Why is the rash so itchy? As you say that, Fabian, Mayo's intentionally looking at what's going on right now, recognizes that this jelly is like being kind of aggressive. It's building itself up as it's dripped down on top of Fabin and keeps growing. And you can see it kind of lunging down on his head, one side to the other. This is not like a slime monster. Will someone do something? It's on my head. Can someone shoot it or light it on fire? Move away from it, run. <laughs> Just take. It. I will start running straight ahead. Just take it off of you. Flip it off of you. I can't. I already touched it. It made my hands itchy. I'm just going to run for it. Shake it off like a wet dog. I'm running forward. As you run forward, half of this slime kind of falls off behind you, but the other half stays on top of you. And so at this point, the like jelly-like substance that landed on the floor starts to make movement by itself along the floor towards Petrogan. I take my shield off my back and my long sword. Oh no, I take out my morning star and I try to 
smash it. Okay, everyone roll initiative. Oh, natural one. That's wow, little numbers, guys. Six. Four. Yikes. I laughed at you and look at me. <laughs> Something's gonna well, happen. I'm look gonna... at this guy, he's one away from it. I got a plus four though, so I'm high. Oh, it's coming for you. It's coming for you. One is coming for you. The one is coming. The one. I will not roll a one tonight. I'm so happy you said that. This uh, bar that I went to back in Toronto, I kind of miss. It was a nerd bar, but the best part was on the back. It had a 20-item <laughs> shop menu, <laughs> and you paid if you like each shot was eight dollars Canadian or whatever. But uh, if you paid six dollars to roll for your shot, and you'd roll for it. If you got a net twenty, then you would get to keep the special shot glass, whatever. But you'd just roll, and then they'd fix you up whatever you rolled. Some of it was Whatever good, some was disgusting. <laughs> Here is the jelly, the okra jelly that you're fighting. Now, remember, half of it is currently on Faven's head, and the other half is attacking right now. It made its beeline towards Petrogan. And the okra jelly uses pseudopod, which is a melee attack. Hold on, my shield. 21. On Petrogan, which hits and does 11 bludgeoning damage and four acid damage. And? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's allowed. <laughs> Yikes. That was strong. And then Maos is up <clears throat> next. So we're in a smaller room or? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna move. Yeah, it's probably 15 foot wide and long. Square room? Yeah. Okay, then I'm gonna move. It's very condensed. I'm gonna move to one of the uh, walls. If it's 15 Can feet, I... it's three by three. Yeah. <laughs> Our minis don't fit in it. <laughs> yeah. Get five by five and each square can be three feet. Yeah, that works. But we got room. Then I'm going to pull out my longbow and try to take a shot at the gelatin that's not on top of Baben's head attacking Petrogan at the moment. Okay. Oh, baby. 23 to hit. That will hit. And then I'm invisible, so do I get advantage on that? Invisible, yeah. Yep. That wasn't good. <laughs> I'm sorry. This, this is eight. One, eight plus four, and then two, D6. Oh, I don't have a D6. You don't oh, have any here. Sticks. This is from the pile. I do. That's make you 12, 12 damage. Okay. What type of damage? Piercing. Piercing? Okay. I'm going to bonus action hide if there's anything in the room. It's an empty room here. I'm it's... still invisible, so does that shut, reveal my location? Or. The jelly would have saw where it came from. So Does he have knows. eyes? It's more a sensory being. Then can I take any more movement and move to a different location? Yeah, you can move. I'm just going to swap spots. Okay. Uh, stealthily. I don't know if that... <laughs> so there's no footsteps. Okay. Or if I need to roll for it. Sounds good to me. Okay. That's the end of my turn. Okay. 
So before Fabin goes, the jelly that is on his head right now actually starts to slide down your face, Fabin. <gasps> so you can't see at the moment. You've got it <sighs> down your you face. I knew I was going to use my eyes for something. <laughs> <laughs> Such a good DM. <laughs> you're so, you read my mind. Oh, you're evil. And so to start your turn, you uh, are unable to see anything at this point. That's fine. Good thing that I can do. Good thing. It's a good thing. So it's on my face. Yes. Yeah. So I'm going to do a... <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> what are you doing back there, Ben? Get this thing out of here. I'm going to do an unarmed attack on the jelly on my face. Okay. Kick it? No, I'm going to hit it. You're gonna punch your own face? So, <laughs> your attacks have disadvantage oh. because you're blinded. So, okay. yeah. All right. So, the, oh. you gotta remind me what I, so what do I need to do for disadvantage? Roll twice, Roll you twice and you take the lowest. Yeah. Oh, okay. Seven. Seven. Can't see with this one. <laughs> seven. Seven. And with your unarmed strike, do you have any? Oh, plus seven, 14. Fourteen. Okay, so that will hit. Yes. Now, as you're punching yourself in the face here, whatever you damage you do to the jelly, you're gonna do half that damage to yourself as well. That's fair. I'm mountain born. I can take it. So that's six. Bam. Okay. Wait, you didn't roll it for your. Oh, no, yeah, it's, it's just six. I'm yeah. sorry. I forgot. Now, if I was kicking myself in the face, I have a special change for that because <laughs> yes. I have the boots. Yes. <laughs> and I would probably stab myself in the face, but I'm not going to do that. Can you oh, tell me what this is again? What the jelly is? Okra jelly. Okra? O-C-H. And then I'm going to use my, my two-arm attack, and then I'm going to strike with my other fist. Okay. So same thing same right thing. now. Yep. Disadvantage. Ten. Seven again. Seven again. Fourteen. Fourteen, ten, seventeen. So fourteen. Fourteen. Yep. Ten again. Bam. So same thing there. So that's six and three and for three me. on What your are you own doing self. back there? Ah! So as you swing and just clock yourself right in the face twice, the jelly then falls from your face down to your feet at this point. So you're nice. back you're back to having your sight, but the jelly's down at your feet. And coming loose from you, it takes an attack at you now as well. Bring it, Jelly. Gonna put you on some toast. <laughs> Eat you. What is this toast you speak of? It's bread. It's lightly warmed by your mouth, Petrogan. He attacks with a 12. Doesn't hit. And does not hit. That brings up Gundren who is kind of cowering in a corner right now, but he takes out the bow that uh, Petrogan had given yeah. him and got a sword from fires with a six at the jelly near Petrogan. He has no proficiency or anything? No, he's just a common, common dwarf. Yep. <laughs> so that flies by not doing anything there. And Petrogan, that brings up you. Great. So I still have my morning star out. Excuse me. I'm going to please slide. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I should have been ready. <laughs> is it like tall? Is it small? Is it just 
It's pretty small-ish. I, I mean, medium size, I guess both of them are. Like, it, if you're picturing Fabian's head, it was enough to be on his head, okay. fall down and cover his face. I'm going to try to stab it or pierce it again with my morning star. Okay. 24. That will hit for sure. Yeah. 1d8 plus 6. 8. Okay. This, this is the big blob on the ground. Okay. And then I've got two armed, two weapon fighting, so I'm going to try to kick it. Okay. As it's on the ground. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Oh, natural one, but I have plus seven <laughs> on the hit dice. That doesn't do anything. So, <laughs> so with a natural one, you reach out to kick, mm-hmm. but you you're kind of stepping on part of where the jelly has oozed by. Uh-huh. And so as you kick out, you, uh-huh. your other foot slips out from under you. And I just wobble a little bit. And now you're laying prone <laughs> on the ground, directly adjacent to the jelly. So he's he's right there next to you as well. well. And it's the jelly's turn right now. Gosh, With Petrogan <laughs> being prone, the jelly actually... uh, slithers kind of right up on top of Petrogan and gets advantage on its attack here. Oh my goodness, what is that jelly doing to Petrogan? Whatever it is, I don't like it. (laughs) It's getting in all of your crevices. Yes. With a 23. Underneath underneath my scales, it hits. The 23 on Petrogan hits. I'm going to pass out here, guys. And does... Do you hear all those dice? (laughs) It does eight damage and two acid damage. Great. I think. Okay. Oh my god. (laughs) As it climbed on top of you, it made its way up your body onto your face as well. So in addition to being prone, you're currently blinded as well. Is that double disadvantage? (gasps) A simple advantage won't negate the disadvantage is how we'll, we'll play that. Somebody help me. <laughs> and that brings up Mayos. And there's still two jelly, correct? Yes. Yeah. That other one is kind of between Mayos and Fabin right now as far as order goes. Do I have a clear shot at the one that's over Petrogan? It would be like it's on top of his face. So mm-hmm. if you're shooting, his head is directly there. It would have to be a more precise shot than simply to hit the jelly to not do any additional damage to Trogan. And I'm going to cast Mage Hand, which is a special Mage Hand, not just a regular one. Ledger, Ledger Domain, which means I can handle objects and do more things. It's a, a feature of Arcane Trickster. Okay. And I'm going to cast it over Petrogan's, over this jelly on Petrogan's head and try to like scoop it, like a grabbing, scooping slash flinging motion. Okay. Away from all of us. Into that far corner away from all of you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Give me, just make a generic attack roll for that, like roll a detail and whatever proficiency or whatever you would have. My proficiency bonus is two, so that would be a 12. Yep, okay, so that succeeds on doing that. So the jelly is thrown from Petrogan's face over Whatever into that was, the corner thank you. of the roll. Thank uh, you. Into the corner of the room there. That's the end of it. Okay. And so now the one that's right next to Fabin, who is currently standing beside Emmaus as well, 
the jelly starts to move towards Mayos. Visible though, how do you know? He saw, oh yeah, you used Mage Hand, not an actual attack. Yeah, that's fair. Never mind. He, He would not sense you from that because the actual action came away from where he was. So yes, he you're correct. He lashes out at Fabin then at his knees as he is low on the ground. Um, I feel like there should be another jelly turn because I think this jelly already went. <laughs> Not the Yeah, there there is since it split, there's a second one that's right at there. I don't have I can make another one. Son of a jelly. Here. No, you're good. I I was I was happy because I I forgot that there was the other one that could attack and I was like, "Oh no." Jelly 2. Jelly 2. <laughs> the gel Y2. Y2K. Oh, jeez. Um, and it swipes at Fabin's knees right. with a 16. Yep. And as that hits... Wait, you don't say yep for me. You don't know what's going on. You were blinded laying down on the throne. <laughs> I'm not blinded anymore. Okay. <laughs> it does but, hit, though. Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, yes. So that does... Sorry, I remember your stuff. <laughs> yeah, get off my stuff. That does six damage plus one acid damage. Okay. That's cool. Whatever. And now we're on to Fabian's turn. I'm going to use a cantrip. Okay. On uh, the jelly right in front of me. Okay. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to mold earth. I'm going to mold that sucker and capture it. Okay. So it can't go anywhere. So how's this look? So it's right in front of me. I'm like, oh, you, you're, oh, you just swiped at me. Well, guess what? Gotcha. And I did, and I do this circle, like, well, actually, it's not circle. It's like a square. Like it's like mold earth, where it's just it comes up real fast out of the ground, and then it shuts real hard, and then like a chamber. Okay. It's like it's just boom right in front of me. Are these like? Prison wall type chambers. No, is no, there no. a there, window it, that you can there, see into it, it? It is literally like the ground, like the earth, just popped up in two solid walls, um, four solid walls, and then just the other one just boom right on top, molded earth around this sucker. <laughs> okay, teach you a lesson. Okay. <laughs> Anything else? That's the one thing I can really do because it counts as my action. Okay, that jelly is stuck inside of this yes. right now. And Gundren pulls back his crossbow and sends a shot at the other jelly with a natural 20. Nice. Wow, Gundren, bringing it. I think there may have been a little bit of luck involved in Gundren here as he has not been the, the most well-aimed individual so far. Well, he must be getting closer to his brother. But he manages to do 14 damage to this other Ooh. jelly, which as he does that, the jelly itself kind of spreads out from its its kind of gravity-defying form where it held portions of itself up to just being like if a bucket of water had been poured on the ground, it spreads out and you don't see any more movement from that one happening at this time. And that ends the initiative roll there. The fledglings are in tough here on their search to find Gundren's brother, Nundro. But you know what isn't tough? 
taking a moment to go give Fledglings RPG a five-star review on the podcast player that you're listening to us right now. So just take this opportunity during the mid-roll to jump on over there, leave that five-star review and rating, and let other people have a better chance of finding our podcast when this is the type of content that they're looking for. You can also find all of our socials at our link tree, Fledglings RPG. We thank you all for being here with us and hope you are enjoying this as much as we are. Now let's get back to this adventure with the Fledglings. That was mighty disturbing. What was it? I took my invisibility off. Do you see my hands? I stand up. Look at this. <laughs> Look at my hands. They had such a weird rash. What, what was that jelly type creature? I'm going to scan the room and see if I can see like entry point or a place of dwelling or something. Like? Like where did it come from? Does it have a beehive nest in the top of this room? Gotcha. As you look around, you don't see any specific like home base or anything that it would come from. But you do see lots of cracks in the wall, like where it meets the ceiling throughout the room. Like the the building or the room itself isn't fully enclosed. And so from that, you can kind of presume that it made its way in from elsewhere and that it wasn't living in here per se. We should get out of here before more come, more jelly comes. You gonna leave this time or shall I? Well, I'm not gonna be in the back, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Should we take a short rest in this room? You just before said moving we should forward? Leave. Yes, you just said we should leave. Petrogan, I, I, I offered a different. Has the wraith possessed you? No. Mormask was my friend and he left. Mormask was your friend. But he's now. Interesting. You just said I thought this man was more evil than I thought before we left the cave. He was my friend. Mm. I start walking out of the room. Gundren follows. <laughs> I'm sensing as well. some tension from my, my companions. Which way? Which way are we going out? Yeah, are you going back out the door you came in, or there is another door to the western side of this room? Well, the, the door we came in well. wasn't there a door on the outs- Another door on the other side? I have not been keeping track. <laughs> yes, yes, there was. <laughs> do we want to go forward, or do we want to go back to the other door? You guys don't seem to be liking my ideas, so I'm just going to follow you. Bring up the rear. Gundren, would you like a... That was a great shot at the end, but would you fancy more of a longsword? Probably not, because it's a dwarf. Just keep going forward. We're going to keep pushing forward. (laughs) I don't think from my stature that me being in close combat would be beneficial. And so as you guys push forward out the, the western door there, what order, like who's leading, who's going? I'm going first. Okay. How do you guys want this? Then Joe's going to be north. Is that all right? Yeah. <laughs> north star. Because <laughs> he keeps using directions, and I look at this as north first, but I'm sure you look at this as north. <laughs> so Joe's just going to be north. Now I have to think of it backwards. <laughs> you don't just, have to think I'm about it kidding. at all. You just look at your picture, right? <laughs> While I walk out of this door, I'm going to touch myself. And... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna do the same thing. <laughs> I'm actually... <laughs> I'll, 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 I 
can help if you need. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. I can I can touch myself by myself. But thank you for your, the offer. I've got this mage hand on the right. I'll talk this. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm actually going to use it twice. <laughs> Does everyone finish? Gundren says. <laughs> I didn't finish, but we can go. <laughs> I've, I've reached my health that I needed for the night, for the day, for the for this journey. Still not feeling too well, but I'll press on with oh, companions. Man. We're going west, he said, or we're going north. Yes, west. Yep. Onward, onward into the water. And so, as you exit that room and you're making your way out, you have the option to. You've kind of reached a cavernous wall with an option to the north or to the west that you can see. To the north. It descends down some rough stone steps, while to the west, it appears to just be kind of a jagged path that you'd be taking. Shall we go to down the belly of the beast, or shall we use this jagged path, which I feel like will take us back to the other way we just came? Do you hear any water? You know, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm following you. You guys. Is that, a, what, is that any kind of check or just... Just perception. Perception. 16. Yeah, you hear some stronger kind of crashing waves to the to the north of you. That sounds like maybe an exit. Let's go. That's crashing waves. I we mean... Don't, we don't want an exit. We want to find Black Spider. This is true. Well... Didn't you want to find the water? I did want to find the water. Do you still want to find the water? But if it's crashing waves, this water seems very upset. We are in because Wave Echo Cave. Then I'm going to the water, north. I start to walk north. Okay. And as you get to the steps, uh, are you still in that same order that you're heading down? Yes. Okay. A narrow ledge overlooks a large cavern that houses a surging, seething body of water. The rhythmic booming heard throughout the mines is louder here. At regular intervals, a fresh surge of water funnels into this chamber and slams against the wall just below the ledge. The echoes suggest that this cave might be one arm of a much larger cavern to the northeast. <laughs> Gundren, where's this mine? Where where are all the fancy magical mining? Where's it where's it go? Where 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 does this happen? It's it's somewhere in here. I have to find my brother and and be able to to find where where he's been taken. So what am I exactly looking at yeah. right now? So as you're looking out, you've made it down the steps and kind of you have to look to the west right now. Okay. Or west. Okay. <laughs> so as it's coming out this way, it's the only direction that you can see. There's a large body of water that's coming in from the northeast side down into there. So you don't have any real option based on the way that the water's coming in to go to the northeast or east at all. The only path is this narrow ledge, maybe two foot wide, that heads west and curves to the north. So heads this way around the body of water that comes in. And it's probably a five foot drop to the water. 
Okay. Can I just go ahead and walk towards the water and then make the water disappear? You can walk towards it, but how do you plan on making it disappear? Oh, my friend, it's called shape water. It's a cantrip. Oh, so what happens? <laughs> so I can choose an area of water that you can see within range that fits within a five-foot cube, and you can manipulate it in one of the different ways. You can instantaneously move it, otherwise change the flow of the water as you direct it. It doesn't have enough force to cause damage, but you can cause the water to form into simple shapes, animals in your direction. Uh, this change lasts for an hour. You can change the water's color or opacency, and the water must be changed the same or must be changed in the same way throughout. This change lasts for one hour, or you freeze the water, providing that there are no creatures in it. The water is unfrozen in an hour. So this body of water that you're seeing, you can see 20 foot and then reduced vision another 20 feet due okay. to the torch that's being carried. And you don't see the end of the water. So okay. this is a bigger, like, if you do something to a five cube foot of it, it's probably not going to have an effect on the remainder of the water surrounding it. But let's say, could I, like, because it's a cantrip and I can use it at will, can I not just freeze it and walk across it? And every time I'm my five feet is up, I can do it again and again and again. Yeah, you could do that. Now, that would involve climbing down the five-foot ledge at this point. Uh, so I'm well already, uh, the it. ledge is already well right, above Right, is the water. where you're okay. at. It's about five foot above the current uh, water I thought level. when we came out, we were at the water, and then no, the ledge no, went sorry. over the water. Okay, <laughs> that's what the ledge is. Why don't we just go down the jagged walk instead of taking this very small ledge? Do you feel like there's going to be creatures in the water? I don't know why we're going towards the water. We want to find his brother. Do you think a spider has gone down towards this water? This large body of water? Why would there be just random water into ledge crossing it if it's not supposed to be crossed? I just want to find our mind so we can make our money and get Gundren's brother back. But you lead us. I Gundren speaks up and says, why do you bring up the money first when my brother is missing? It was both money and your brother. In can, no specific order. You can hear Gundren say, muttering under his breath, something along the lines of, I thought this was supposed to be a good guy, but the more I'm around him, the evil just shines through. I feel like, do we all hear that? You hear it muttered. Mayos, <laughs> did you hear that? It's getting deep. It's the same thing that the that the Wraith said about him. I don't know if we should trust this Patrogan anymore. Too hard up. I will. I think maybe I should put, maybe I should put Gundren on my back again. <laughs> Just to watch my back. Unless I know you will have my back, then I'll be fine. I'll take your back. Guys, we're, we're, which way are we going? Let's go back, back up the jagged path like you suggested. Why is he leading us down this jagged path? I don't trust this man. You first. And then I, I take a seat, a seat on one of the steps, and I just say, guys, I'm here with you. We've been traveling t together. We have been through many fights. I am your friend. We are battle brothers, Goliath and Dragonborn alike. And I don't touch you because you're a high elf and you don't like I'm that. Well, yeah. technically you're touching my waist right now because I'm a giant. <laughs> <laughs> Not my actual waist. <laughs> no. You won't let me I got a couple fish. more months before you can touch my actual waist. <laughs> so... I will follow whichever way you guys want. We need to find Gundren's brother. Gundren, you've been in this cave before. Should we go over the water or should we go back down the, Nundro. the scary path? I'm the one that remembers your brother's name. Nundro. We need to find Nundro. Oh, yeah. You remember it because it sounds like Gundren. Nundren. Gundren. Nundro. 
Oh, sorry. Was that the the one that's still alive or the one that's dead? It is the one that's still alive. Rest in peace, Tharden. Okay, then do you remember the one that's dead? Tharden. You're rather evil. Which way should we go? <laughs> Fendrin says, I can't recall exactly, but this water seems familiar, so let's continue along this path. And because of that, we send Gundren first. He's a dwarf. And Gundren steps out and is leading the way across the earth by the ledge. I stay a good five feet back and kind of wait. As he's going, the water, you hear that same crashing noise, but much closer than you had. And you see this rush come in from kind of the darkened area where you can't see. Now, Maos, you get a clearer vision of this with your, is it dark sight? Dark vision. Dark vision. That this water continues out into a much larger area outside of the cave, or at least it looks like it's outside of the cave. But that water is rushing in from there and is actually crashing, about to crash up over this ledge that you're on. And it's coming in. It's probably going to be about five feet above the ledge that you're on as how high it's coming in at. And with uh, Gundren being a, a dwarf, it's going to overtake him as it's coming in. And so you've got Mayos, you judge probably 30 seconds until this crashes against a nice game. Guys, run! There's a tidal wave! Move, 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 move! Are we running forward or backwards? Forward. Forward. So you guys are sprinting right now along this narrow Whoa. edge. Um, everyone give me an athletics check. Yes! yes. Finally! Let's go! Sorry. 20? Oh. 12. Plus seven, 19. I am very athletic. Nine. Nine plus seven, 16. 16, and, and I'm going to touch myself again. <laughs> As you are running. As I'm running, it says your touch, one willing creature. Once before the spell ends, the target can roll a d4 and add that number rolled to the one ability check to, of its choice. Okay. So where's my default? I like how Dungeons and Dragons adds consent into the rules here. <laughs> yes. It's good. Four. So four to my... 16. 16. 20. 20. So 20, 20, and 19. 19. <coughs> and Gundren rolled a three. So as, <laughs> touch as he's sprinting, the ledge next to him gives way, and he begins to fall down towards the water as this wave is crashing in on him. And as I see that... Can I, can I see that? Can I, because yeah, I'm right yeah, because he's in front. So he's the first one. I'm so going to use Mold Earth to make that ledge come back up in front of him. Okay. Mold Earth. You have to say that? I don't, maybe. I just go, Whoa. I'm gonna, since I'm running, I'm going to go like, and Perfect. So that ledge that's falling away becomes flat and smooth and even extends a couple feet over the water right now. Let's go. And the four of you are sprinting towards the end of this cave that you can see as the water splashes up behind you, covering the ledge by about five feet where you just were. The area that you come to after that sprint, it was kind of like this narrow area that you had ran through. And you open up to another semi-cave face that has a small stream running through it. Again, about five feet down from where there's this one ledge directly in front of you, the stream, and then a ledge up as well. Okay. I'll look. <laughs> Can we judge the distance between the two ledges? 
Yeah, it, it's probably 10 to 15 feet. Would you like me to try to jump it? I'm very athletic, as you can see there. Well, if it's 10 to 15 feet, I'm going to mold a bridge. I <laughs> <laughs> was like, dang it. Druids. Because it says range 30 feet, so I mean, yeah. I'm going to mold a, a nice, simple... I like square things. It's going to be so nice. The range you can you can mold her thirty feet away, but you can't do anything bigger than a five by oh, five. Oh yeah. Well, I'm going to make it out. I'm going to I'm going to make the bridge go out about five feet, and that way it's four or five feet closer to being able to get across. If someone else would like, you know, yeah. So yeah, I'm going to do that. And then, as you build that one bridge out five feet off of the area that you are. Directly from underneath of it, these three ghoulish figures actually protrude out from under it. Man, will these fledglings ever catch a break? Not if I have anything to say about it. (laughs) But really, it seems like one encounter after another on their search for Nundro. We all wanted to thank you for being here with us and joining us for this story. Thank you for taking that time to give us those five-star ratings and helping other people find this content as well. As we continue along with Season 1, we do have plans for a Season 2 already forming. But for the time being, remember to come back for Episode 19 of Fledgling's RPG, The Lost Mine of Fandelver. By the way, this podcast is sponsored by Hopkins Home Washing in the Noblesville, Indiana area. You need a nice home wash. Please contact Hopkins Home Washing today.
Man, I got Hopkins Home Washing, and they changed my life. My driveway and my pavement was just so dirty, and I couldn't even see where I should walk. Was this grass or is this pavement? And now look, I can see where I'm going. My wheelchair might be old, but I'm sure can see my pavement now. Thank you, Hopkins. I really appreciate it. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs>